What up? How's it going? I'm Nick, and this is the Temple of Humor podcast. How's everybody doing? Hope you had a wonderful week. I did. And uh, I'll tell you about that in a second. But first, uh, this episode is brought to you by Spotify for Podcasters. Uh, Have you started a podcast yet? Why not? You should do it. Uh, It's very easy. You download the app. uh, It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And you follow the steps. You set up the account. You record your shitty opinion. And then your shitty friends can listen to it and give their shitty opinions about your shitty opinion. It's amazing. Anyway, what a beautiful world we live in. Spotify for podcasters, give it a try. <sighs> I don't know if I like doing ads. It's a little repetitive. I'm trying to figure out how I should even... Do I keep coming up with new shit? Should I just like re- write a script and just repeat that? I don't know. But whatever. You gotta serve the master, I guess. Um, yeah, so I, I did... Uh, I had a, a pretty pretty wild week. Um uh let's see actually let's start with this morning uh, i was not a good morning i went and played a round of golf with the boys uh jim and mike and i played like shit and uh didn't feel too good it was uh, uh i don't know i don't know what's going on today <laughs> i feel like i've been practicing and things the swing swing was feeling pretty good and i don't know i stepped out for a shot fucking i don't even remember what happened i popped up way high in the air and off to the right i think i i think i landed in the driving range somewhere i think and then i took a mulligan and then i put that one into the driving range and then i did a third shot and then i hit a nice little grounder up the middle uh wasn't pretty but at least it was in fucking play uh and things didn't really get better from there at least as far as the tee box was concerned once i was after teeing off but i don't know moral of the story is is i have a, a golf tournament coming up (laughs) <laughs> in two days and this this did not instill me with a lot of confidence um which hopefully is a good thing maybe you know if i played great today that would probably that might that would get into my head it would give me a false a false sense to think i'm okay you see got my swing dialed and everything's good i can't wait this is going to be great and then and then you go out there and you play like shit so maybe uh this i needed the humbling uh that's what i hope i don't know i assure you i will be hitting the driving range again this evening and uh I don't know, probably again tomorrow before, <laughs> before, uh, before, uh, the, 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 the tournament in two days, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, so, but what happened with, that was really amazing this week as, uh, I think it was Thursday, today's Saturday. Uh, you, this will come out on Monday. Um, but anyway, um, on, I believe I was on Thursday that uh one uh, i was at work and uh one of the companies uh we work with that we order uh material from we're a construction company um i don't do construction though i'm an office person anyway uh uh but one of the companies we uh we order from came in and they, they the, the salespeople they always come in and they, they they bring us stuff usually it's a box of donuts or some sort of like baked goods uh, of of some sort uh sometimes they bring in other than random little fucking pens and i don't know just they just bring shit always like stuff with their names on it or whatever um shirts hats shit like that right your your typical merch 
But uh, this guy comes in and he sees carrying. He is carrying a box of donuts, per the huge. Um, he also has a, a case of golf balls, like a, a case of like Titleist Pro V ones, which are like some really nice golf balls. Uh, too rich for my blood golf balls. And those things are like it's like fifty bucks a case, uh, <laughs> and for a guy who fucking slices it off in the driving range very consistently uh, <laughs> from the course, uh, a guy people people who play like I do don't spend too much money on balls. Um, but anyway, uh, so I see that he comes in, and uh, I, you know I, I I see him at the door, and we we shoot the shit for a minute. Uh, he sees like, the golf balls, and he mentions golf, and I'm like, oh yeah, I play, and we got this tournament coming up, blah blah blah. Uh, but he's there to meet with our project manager. Anyway, I go, I go to get the project manager. He goes outside and comes back in. He's he's got a fucking driver in his hand, a golf club driver. Uh, and I see it. I don't look too closely at it though, because he's meeting with somebody else. And I go over to my desk, whatever. I see, and they they talk about it for a second. And they, but I'm not listening to him. Uh, they set it to the side. Now I'm thinking this is like, oh, you brought a fucking driver for us. That's pretty neat. And I'm thinking this is probably some novelty cheap thing that probably says their company name on it or something stupid like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but it just I didn't think much of this driver in that moment. Um anyway, they have their little meeting, the dude leaves, and uh so I go over to look at the driver after he's gone. You know, we we're very cool about that. Whenever they bring stuff in, we act very nonchalant, especially the donuts. <laughs> we're always like, oh, donuts thanks oh, that's, okay well maybe we'll have one of those later i'm, I'm sure that i'm sure the fellows in the warehouse will love that we'll we'll bring it out to them and then as soon as the guy leaves me and lex fucking pounce and hide them <laughs> make sure the guys in the warehouse never even know they're there uh but anywho uh so anyway he he leaves so then i go over to look at the driver the our project manager he like picks it up and looks at it he knows nothing about golf and i look at the fucking the head the cover on the thing and it says fucking paradigm now I don't know who's listening to this and what you people know about uh, uh, golf gear. Uh, I'm I'm in the learning process of golf gear, but I am fucking familiar with the Paradigm driver, and this is like a six hundred dollar fucking one golf club. Like, I know this golf club. I've seen it. I've stared at it, <laughs> but there's no way I would spend six hundred fucking dollars on one golf club. That's insane. Uh, no, just yeah, I I can't justify that sort of expense. I'm not fucking dropping that on the Amex. Fuck that. <laughs> like, pay that off for fucking. I'm just gonna eat fucking top ramen for two months over a golf club. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's yeah, it's a, it's a Callaway Paradigm driver. It's it's a really really nice club. And anyway, uh, since my jaw drops and I know everything about this fucking club uh the project manager fucking there he's like here you take it he didn't know what the thing was worth he like when i showed him online like <laughs> what this thing was worth he was just like for one golf club i was like yeah it was yeah it was pretty fucking crazy it was like a, like i fucking like i almost i almost cried that i fucking got this thing dude like <laughs> it was fucking oh my god i was like and the guy who who gave it to us, he actually came back in and brought some other like he's like, oh, I forgot the magazine. I sat there and talk about like, you're really giving this away. Like, what the fuck? This is insane. He's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, take it, man. Tell me how it is. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It was fucking like I don't know. I I I I felt like I should blow the guy. I really did. Not in a gay way, in a grateful way. You know, sometimes you're just grateful. That's how I felt. I was like, fuck, man. I can't. I can't believe I have this thing now. Anyway uh fast forward to first time playing with it on the round and i've sliced it off in the fucking i don't know i i, I, I didn't play well today but anyway 
I don't know. It was, it, but nonetheless, it was still a very exciting thing, and I'm so fucking happy that I, I can't believe I have that thing in my fucking golf bag now. <laughs> Pretty exciting. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get the hang of the driver uh, again. I will be uh, I will be going to the driving range and dialing, and it's a, def- a much different feel from the uh, not six hundred dollar driver that I was using. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think I spent about a third of that, and uh, even that was like I was kicking myself. Like, what are you doing, man? You fucking, <laughs> you can't be spending this kind of money. Fucking, this is not fiscal. The fiscal responsibility you've tried to get into since you fucking put the bottle down. But anyway, I don't know. Um, yeah, but I am. Uh, uh, I don't know. Golf tournament on in, in a couple of days, and I'm 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 a little nervous about it. But I don't know. It'll be a fun day, no matter what. We got, you know, we're out there. I'll be out there with good people uh plenty of food i don't know it'll be a good good freaking time um so what what do, what do i want to talk about today oh the, i guess i talk about this podcast a little bit i don't i don't i don't yeah. i'm 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 uh trying to uh start putting a little more effort into all of the things production wise i'm trying to learn some more shit i've i've uh, i've been doing the bare minimum this entire time that's for sure. I just kind of started doing it. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I'm I'm from the school of fucking just just start doing it. Make a bunch of mistakes, put it out there, <laughs> you know. People will talk shit, whatever. It's humiliating. It is what it is, but just just be bad at it and then you know, like learn from your mistakes and grow. Um so I'm trying to get a little better at the production side of this podcast and whatnot. You know, I've uh, I've I have figured out uh actually here's the thing i I have figured out how to run the song the opening song that i play at the beginning and the end of the podcast through the mixer i figured that out in the last episode and i got a little braggadocious about it but uh if you listen to that episode (laughs) you'll know you may have noticed uh there was no song at the end uh that's because i hit the wrong fucking button (laughs) at the end i played the song it was playing in my headphones and uh, I was sitting there talking about how I figured out the song. Uh, and then when I did the playback, I fucking, I tested it out and I checked the front and the back and the song wasn't at the end. So that was good. Way to go me. Uh, but anyway, I am trying to get a little better at the uh, the production side of doing this podcast. Also, uh, the promotional side of basically the social media aspect of it as uh, I've definitely been doing the bare minimum there. Um Every every week when the episode comes out, I just go on Spotify and I, I screenshot the fucking episode and just post that to, you know, the stories and, you know, the Temple of Doomer podcast uh, Instagram page. If you don't follow that, please follow. Uh, but I yeah, I, I've, uh, I've I've been doing the bare. It's just like the least amount. Of my, my theory basically was just record the episode, put it out there and just let people know it exists. If they want to listen to it, they'll listen to it. But if not. Uh, but I need to get a little better at that. I've been uh, fucking around with reels on Instagram and YouTube shorts a bit. I haven't done much for this podcast yet. I just kind of just kind of like playing with they're they're pretty fucking easy to use, but it's just a matter of like figuring it out and just going through the steps and kind of figuring out how to make a, the the clips look with, you know, the captions and the writing and the blah, 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 whatever, whatever I want to put on there. Um. But yeah, I'm just uh, trying to trying to step it up a little bit and fucking what's this? What are we on the 20, 21st episode right now? This is 21. Uh, yeah, so time to time to start uh, stepping it up a little bit there. Um, so 
hope i uh, hope you enjoy you know if i want to uh you know make the big leap from eight listeners to nine which i, I feel like i can do in the next few weeks i'm gonna get to i'm gonna hit that nine uh I feel like I got to start putting a little more effort into into the promotional side of this podcast. Um, so there's that. Anywho, uh, what did I want to talk about? I can't even remember. I think I wanted to talk about. Um. Okay. So I was thinking about Marvel Phase Four a lot, as I I've, I've mentioned that I believe I blamed Marvel Phase Four for a uh, superhero fatigue. And uh, I stand by that statement. Um, I think what they what what went wrong was like it was the Disney Plus shows that was new that 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 was started in Phase Four, and I think it just gave us too much goddamn Marvel. It just it was just endless for two fucking years, and those Disney Plus shows did not really tie into anything really. I mean, WandaVision, the very first one, was a setup for Doctor Strange too. Because I think these Disney Plus shows should have served as like appetizers to the preceding movie that would have came out after. And they should have had it kind of lined up in a, a sequence that would have. Now, I know the uh, the pandemic played into things and that fucked shit up. And I think I think it was really got put. I think Disney really put pressure onto Marvel to put shit out because like, hey, you're you're the fucking cash cow right now. Uh, the park shut down. Everything else is pretty much fucked. So we need Marvel to fucking keep the ship afloat. Um, so I think I think that played into things, but I don't know. I just the that was that was really the only show that really played up to any any of the uh, the movies. Other than that, they really just had nothing to do with it. Other than I mean, the second show was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I guess will play into the next Captain America movie. But that show was in twenty twenty one. It's now 2023 and that movie isn't even on the way. So <laughs> there's a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty big piece of space there between the two things. So it doesn't exactly serve as an appetizer. Um, I think the other uh, biggest issue it has is that every Marvel phase we had prior to Marvel phase four, phases one, two, and three all ended with an Avengers movie, something they built up to something and then they tied it all together. And that's, that was part of the fucking magic of Marvel. Uh, this didn't have that. It just kind of was just blah. It was just there. And I, you know, and I've, I have referred to it as uh, a table setter phase, uh, if you will, which it was, they, they concluded everything with Endgame, And then they, we got into this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just didn't go anywhere. I mean, they should have, they really should have like, I don't know. They should have built up to something and it just kind of came and went. And that was it. And I think that's what kind of left things a little dead. And I think that's what created superhero fatigue. Um, this is making me a little uh, nervous for James Gunn's DCU as I, I am excited about that. And I hope this uh, the superhero fatigue hasn't uh, isn't going to ruin that. So um, I think James Gunn is fucking awesome. The dude's from Tromaville. He fucking, he makes great shit. He knows comic books. I think he's going to do an awesome job. And I do believe that if, if they could just make good movies and good content, people will watch. But I am a little nervous that uh, super, superhero fatigue is going to, you know, kill that before it even starts. And... You know, thinking back to when Batman versus Superman, the original version of Batman versus Superman came out in the theaters and fucking everyone bashed it because it sucked. And uh, 
Warner Brothers or whoever got fucking cold feet and pulled the plug and started fucking with the production on everything. And the vision that they had set up for the DCEU, uh, they just completely immediately banned it and just tried to fucking appease the internet after that. And uh, it was a fool's errand, uh, as they say. Um, so I'm just hoping that uh, they just let, uh, you know, if the first move, Super- Superman Legacy, the first movie, I mean, we know... Um, this year's slate of movies has nothing to do with what James Gunn is doing. He said Blue Beetle will probably be a part of the DCU. The character, I don't know if they're going to keep doing Blue Beetle movies, but uh, who knows? We'll see with that. I don't know. They got, they, they've released the trailer for Aquaman 2. I don't think that has anything to do with anything as far as I can tell. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even look good. <laughs> it looks pretty fucking bad. It's, it's, it's all over the place. I'll go see it because I go see everything, but um yeah i'm just i'm just concerned that uh it's dead in the water i mean comic book movies had their day in the sun they they took over they were they were the the main thing uh everybody hated on it as you know which i understood you know the tarantinos and the scorseses and all that which i love their movies uh of course they they weren't fond of this uh (laughs) of them of uh comic book movies taking over everything but uh you know Excuse me. Comic book movies could uh, end up being like the, uh, you know, prior to the comic book movie, it was the rated R comedy was 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 the was the king of film for a good decade, I would say. Uh, and, you know, in the early 2000s, when uh, Apatow, Apatow, Judd Apatow and his little crew of uh, Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and Paul Rudd and Jason Skull and all those dudes started putting out movies with the 40 year old version and knocked up and super bad. And that, that like run of movies was outstanding. And they, the rated R comedy fucking reigned supreme for a while. I mean, then we had, you know, Todd Phillips with the hangover was outstanding. Um, uh, the, the man fucking Will Ferrell, all his movies were fucking great. I mean, he had a fucking just awesome run. Step Brothers, Anchorman, Talladega Nights. I mean, yeah, it was just fucking hitting home runs one after another. Uh, yeah, the rated R comedy was 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 the king, and I think if, like financially, I mean, I mean, all, all movies on a on a big scale are expensive. They all cost millions of dollars, but I mean compared to a comic book movie or these avatars of these big fucking you know cg extravaganzas that were that you have to go see now or what you have to make now it's just uh i mean those movies are just like you know it's just people talking in comedy movies you know or bridesmaids was a fucking another that movie was fucking great uh i really wish they did not do that ghostbusters movie those girls were fucking awesome that movie was so good and i was actually excited for the ghostbusters movie when i heard about it when i heard it was them doing it because because bridesmaids was so fucking good but then uh, i saw the trailer i don't even see i didn't really see the ghostbusters the one they made but uh i saw the trailer and i was like oh that sucks But yeah, comedy movies were fucking awesome even uh what a guy who i would uh consider the godfather of the rated r comedy because he was knocking them out pretty solidly in the 90s uh one mr kevin smith uh he was uh you know and he's he's never ever had a box office hit i don't think to the best of my knowledge he's he's always his his bread and butter was he had a he had this cult following from the get-go 
and uh he was all about the the dvd you know the the home video was like he would you know always make his money there so he was always good so he that's how he got to keep making movies despite one one box office bomb after another i believe he even made zach and miri make a porno with seth rogan because he thought he's like oh my god rated r comedies are finally doing great but he made a movie and he titled it zach and miri make a porno which uh couldn't get advertised before 9 p.m so that wasn't (laughs) i think that idea backfired and that movie ended up bombing too um but anyway the rated r comedy was fucking it, it was king at one time and uh now i mean they still have comedy movies most of them are like you there's like straight to netflix and they always kind of have some sort of political agenda for some reason like that uh the one jonah hill did with uh leo leo um the fuck was it called don't look up whatever yeah don't look up i believe i'm gonna go with don't look up i'm not gonna look it up boom uh <laughs> that was bad uh yeah but yeah that like that movie okay it's like an end of the world movie and i, I can't even remember uh i finally saw the barbie movie that was uh that was interesting I, it was really it was good i thought it was great i don't know i but i think everything's great and then i shit on it immediately afterwards fun watch but you know i'll never i'll i'll probably never watch it again because uh, i don't watch anything again anymore the, the the age of uh of watching things repeatedly is over uh i don't know there's just too much content now there's just new shit every fucking single day i just can't even bring myself even something i really like i, I just that's it i never i don't watch anything again anymore and uh the barbie movie will be no different um but it does go along with i guess that could be considered somewhat of a comedy movie uh running gosling was pretty fucking hilarious in it um but it kind of goes along with that like you know it kind of goes with that whole like political agenda kind of a, a movie uh apparently because uh, <laughs> ken finds out about the patriarchy You're like oh my god men can be in charge of things we should do, we should do that uh and then uh yeah so I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't understand. I, I mean, I don't see it. There's not like a major issue with, you know, if you, you want to make a point about society and you want to use your art to do that by all means. And I wouldn't expect anything less from uh, Greta Gerwig and uh, Margot Robbie. Uh, but it does feel like and any anytime you see a movie or, or the Don't Look Up movie, whatever, I don't remember what the fucking political agenda was there, but there, there definitely was one. Um, in any movie that has these like political agendas it's like you know if you really you know are against the thing or have you know maybe that that 500 million dollars you spent on this movie maybe you should put that towards your fixing the fucking problem that that could help you never know i don't know it's just a suggestion maybe instead of making the movie fucking performing how much you are upset about this thing maybe you should just you know use all of that money to uh try to fix the problem because money does do that with some things <gasps> except the patriarchy actually now that i think about it you're not going to fix the patriarchy with money money is actually what feeds the patriarchy <laughs> so <laughs> that is the patriarchy superpower if you want to uh if you want to uh take down the patriarchy you're going to have to uh, end capitalism and uh the only way to do that is all the women in the world need to stop fucking men with money 
<clears throat> that's that that's how you take down capitalism just those guys living under the freeway the homeless people if you have a money car job anything going for you at all you don't get pussy anymore just the guys under the freeway those are the only guys who get pussy you will capitalism will be over by the end of the week so uh money won't solve that problem taking money away eliminating the value of money is how you take that problem out. but anywho comedy movies uh let's see what uh then the other thing that, that happened with comedy movies they i don't know there was a certain point i think it was like mid 2014 2015 right when i guess you know marvel's phase one was kind of taken off and uh because that started in 2008, but then it took a couple years to get to the first Avengers movie. I don't know. I think about four years. So they were in phase two. Things were really taken off. Phase two and phase three is where fucking like comic book became king. Um, there was another, I, I hate using the word woke, but I think, you know, the internet bitching about things uh, happens a lot. And I think it was that Seth Rogen. It was the animated movie Saucer's Party. I remember that just being kind of a moment. Uh, because that whole movie was kind of just like it was an animated movie that took place in a grocery store and all the foods and everything was all they were all kind of just based off racial stereotypes. And I remember people getting fucking shitty about that. And then the whole, the whole conversation is uh, the world is too woke for comedy movies uh, unless they interject their fucking. <laughs> so the comedy movies had to start interject. Maybe that's what happened. The world got too woke for comedy movies, so comedy movies had to start interjecting fucking political agendas into the thing so they could sell us their fucking dick and fart jokes. Huh. Maybe that's what the problem was. I don't know why that would happen, though. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I just feel like money talks. The money listens. As long as the fucking, if, if I don't think any company gives a shit if people get upset about a successful thing. Does that make sense? Like, if if it makes a ton of money and people talk shit, fuck them. <laughs> like, it was still successful. But if it if it starts losing money, then then there's a problem. That's where that's where they uh, that's where they have to start making some changes. And once the money dries up, then then so does the thing. I don't know. I don't know if I I just figured out something or if that maybe it's probably already out there. I don't know. I don't look at things or do research. Um, but anyway, I would like to see comedy movies coming back or uh, let's see what happens next, because uh, it's time. Comic book movies, the, the wave is crashing down. Comic book movies will always be there, just as comedy movies will always be there. The trends come and go. Things don't go away. I mean, it happens in music all the time. I mean, you know, just because something has its moment in the sun doesn't mean it goes away. I mean, fucking people are still making classical music as far as I know uh so nothing ever goes away it just has this little moment in the sun and then it goes into its little pocket where you have to uh you, those who love it you know the hardcores will be able to seek it out um and that's gonna be kind of the same thing for the comic book movies i think the wave is crashing down uh we'll see we'll see what comes next i don't know maybe it's gonna be barbie toy movies because the barbie was a fucking hit that's the show I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, wish me luck at my uh, my golf tournament. Uh, it's in two days. I'll I'll let I'll let everybody know how that goes. I might even I might even try. I've uh, with the uh, the idea about uh, getting into social media with uh, reels and YouTube shorts. I've actually been thinking about uh, filming other shit in my life. 
um, uh, a vlogging style, maybe, but short and quick. Um, I don't know. I, I, I might start filming. It, it would be a new thing to learn how to do, but uh, stringing it all together, I can't. I'm sure it's probably not that difficult. Um, but yeah, I might, I might film it and uh, try to put together like a quick little one, <laughs> a highlight reel uh, of of it, if you will. It will probably be more about eating food and talking shit in the golf court than it will be about actual golf. Um, but who knows? We'll see. Anywho, uh, let's see. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so I think that does it for this week. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Have a great one. Fuck off. Hail Satan. Blah, blah, blah.